G'day and welcome to the first podcast of Podcoast. That's the good name for it. Podcast. Of 2016, we're starting the year off with a bang. I've got two very good friends of mine, as I always say in the studio. One is a returnee (laughs) and a victim that just wants a little bit more out of Stacks Podcast. And uh, the other is a, uh, I'm very excited to have him here at Stacks, at the studios, all the way from Brazil. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. None other than Mr. Victor Mendonça. Mendonça. Me- Listen, <laughs> did you just hear that voice? Yeah. Sexy as fuck. I've got a man. Oh, come on, guys. I've got a man. I've got a man. I've got a man crush. The other, if you haven't picked it up already, is none other than Mr. Pete Ashton, the, ph- the philosopher himself, the man who loves to talk about shit. And we actually talked about shit in general. Yeah. So, uh, We've got another welcome back, lads. 15 podcasts, if you want it, of we shit. Have, I'm sure we have, but we don't get somebody wandering in. Now, not only is uh, Victor uh, all the way from Brazil, he's not here for no reason. He's here because he's a dead set fucking death metal drumming legend. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much, Jai. Victor, you are from uh, a band in Brazil? Exactly. Lacerated and carbonized. Lacerated and carbonized. So there's one for mum. <laughs> how'd, you come about, how'd you come about that name? Yeah. Lacerated and carbonized. That just sounds brutal. Uh, yeah, sounds brutal. We just try to say the reality that we live in Rio because we are based in Rio. So people there are like lacerated and carbonized every day. Mm. So they do not live they survive well, and I mean, we just try to spread and show the reality to the people i guess and um I, not only would you find australia different but i mean you're from a place where you just said you don't live you survive exactly tell us a little bit about exactly where you're from which is your hometown in the um yeah i live in a suburb called bangu and i used to live in a place which is surrounded by slums and it's a very dangerous place there is a lot of violence corruption bribery everywhere so sometimes you can't walk on the street without being aware of people around you and sometimes you have money to buy things but you can't use so man i just got a situation that i was fed up about everything i don't want to survive i want to live so me and my wife we just decided to move to australia to live a better life. Well, welcome, man. Yeah. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> I'm playing drums like that. We're going <laughs> to give you a listen later on to some uh, some of lacerated and carbonized brutality at its best. It's uh, some real blast beats. No triggered is, shit. It, it, it is blast. <laughs> Mate, um, uh, just try me. <laughs> one thing that, I mean, I, I, I've grown up and I, I love, I, my understanding of Brazil is through the eyes of a fan that, I'm a massive fan of the UFC. Um, okay. I've watched a lot of Brazilian fighters come through, and they're just there's something about those guys. They've just got a toughness that obviously is born on the street. Uh, and then yeah. the, the other the other side of it is listening to a band called now. How would you say Sepultura? Sepultura, mate. And, and the things that pop into my mind is one is is it like a the the rhythm from the jungle? You know, like the the, the the Amazonians is it is the roots still instilled in the culture exactly yeah yeah and uh, the the rhythm for sepultura is what got me hooked bloody hooked was soft. <laughs> <laughs> soft. yeah yeah so mate is that where you would have got your drumming feel from from the the metal bands that had come through before that uh yeah probably probably because I have like um. A Brazilian background in terms of music, I mean, because I know how to play samba, maraca too, axé and kind of stuff. So yeah, all of these things just helped me to improve my drumming. Yeah. And as you notice in the Core of Disruption album, 
from less radiant carbonizers, we just tried to mix everything like death metal, metal, heavy metal with samba, ashe sometimes. And there is a lot of percussion in when there. When you say ashe, what's, what's that? Oh, uh, is, is it a <laughs> it's a hard like question. A, is it a, a traditional style of music? It's a traditional style of music from Brazil. Yeah, it's like samba, yeah. but it's from another territory, yeah. another area of Brazil. Yeah. yeah, so we tried to mix everything and make something unique for the album in terms of death metal. So, yeah, that's it. I caught a little bit of an interview with you guys. So you were, it looked like it was a, a club or a, or a music venue. You boys have been interviewed out, and I'll ask you a little bit about your bandmates in a minute, but you guys have been interviewed out, and their insides are sounding. Like, just, it's just there's something about Brazilian metal that has this flavour, you know? Like it's, oh. And it's, I don't know, I guess it's, it's very, it's very, it's got a signature, you know? So, and it just sounded... <laughs> it just sounded awesome. Like, I don't know, I guess I'll, you hear of a lot of bands from around the world and, and they all play a particular type of genre, but I don't know, I guess it's got its accent on it. And, you know, so Brazilians got their sort of, their flavour, they just got this. And, and for me, it's the difference is in the drumming. It's usually the drumming where, you know, it's just watching you today do that sort of triggering on the bass drum. And That's good to know, man. No, no triggers. <laughs> awesome. No triggers. No he triggers doesn't need triggers. Oh. But man, I'd say that sometimes it's necessary to use triggers because for me, from my perspective, when you are on tour, you just bump it into with a lot of shit equipment, shit gear, yeah. and you don't have a good sound unless you have triggers. Good That's the kick reality. sounds like a snare, snare sounds like a kick. Y yeah, probably. <laughs> so you've done a lot of touring. Yeah. You've been all through Europe. Have you played the Americas as well? No, not yet. No? No. Um, Maybe next year. I don't know. Where's the favorite, your favorite venue you've ever played? Ah, man, we've been playing a lot, of, a lot of venues, but I think we, we had a gig in Germany, which it was fucking awesome. Everyone's just got crazy about our stuff, and we received a lot of claps. It was fucking awesome, man. Mind blow experience, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. One the of Germans, the best show of my life. The Germans love. Yeah. There's some <laughs> Germans love. They have Wacken, man. Vodka. Wacken. Wacken. Yeah. Oh, the Vikings. Yeah, the most big festival of heavy metal of the world. Yeah, true. Yeah, so true. they love it. They do. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of bands from WA that, that does really well in Germany, and it seems to be that if you're a pretty hardcore metal band that you go to Germany, you're going to get a crowd, unlike anywhere else in the world. So, yeah. Yeah. Scandinavia, all those Nordic countries really love love their metal. And then you get to Brazil, and, and it seems like you guys really like it too, you know? So, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be a, just from what I checked out on net, it just seems to be that there's quite a few coming out of Brazil, good metal bands. So, mate, um, so you're traveling around Australia. Was WA the first place you landed? No, no. I've been a lot of places. Uh, almost whole South America and then I went to center of Europe like Germany, Netherlands yeah. a lot of countries and then I went to Russia and yeah just, I'm here in Australia now and you'd like to call maybe Australia home you'd, you'd like to maybe settle here or? why not it's <laughs> a peaceful place mm. yeah the economy is okay, it's not too bad, it's safe, so I can walk in the street without being aware. Yeah, sometimes you have some problems with natives, but man, it's like controlled. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the thing is, a lot of people, I used to be a tour guide, and I, I'd talk to a lot of guys that sort of come into the country and were touring up and down the coast with me when I was, when I was tour guiding, and the thing is, you see, is that uh, you get a lot of people over that they land in Perth City and, and there is, um, that they, they, they sort of meet a lot of the people that are, that are probably not showing their best around the city. Uh, when we talk about the, you know, the, the indigenous mob and that, and, you know, there's, so it's a really bad 
sort of stain that it leaves and they think, oh, this isn't good. Is this what the native Australians are up to? And is this what's happened? And then they get a little bit further abroad and they meet some of sort of my friends up through Port Hedland and, and Broome and all that kind of stuff. And they're just like amazed at the, the difference and what goes on in the city. And, and me traveling like I have to, I found that in other parts of the world as well. Yeah, it's um, a big contrast, I'd say. Yeah, is there, well, tell me a bit about the indigenous in, um, in Brazil. Would it be, is there still an indigenous culture? Because I know that you guys were come from a Spanish. Is it a yeah, actually, it's it, Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Portuguese. But, uh, people from Portugal just took over Brazil. Yeah. Like, I don't know when it was in the past. Yeah. And yeah. So but languages. there were a lot of Indians in there, as well. Yeah. And they just killed a lot of a lot of Indians. Like so it, it happens. No, it's happened here. It's yeah, happened here. Yeah, it's with Aborigines. The, the American Indians. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. Know, it's, it's, yeah. It's, crazy it's sort of happening everywhere so yeah but in certain place the Indians are still there yep. like they just make your own food own medicine and this kind of stuff yep. yeah but I'd say that there is a little bit of preconception in there yeah true because a lot of people don't like them and it seems that the government doesn't care as well yeah so yeah it's like a snowballing effect. Well, it's, it's so mirrored, like, around the world, you know? Like, it's... Yeah. It's uh, it's kind of like we're here now, and it's like, well, things have happened, and, yeah, it's a very crazy subject. And a lot of people don't really really want to talk about it because it's, it's it's a very touchy subject for a lot of exactly, people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. And it's like people just go, oh, what do I say? What don't I say? What can I say? Um, yeah. But, yeah, look, I've, I've worked closely with a lot of well, the indigenous mob around Perth and, and up in the northern regions and I mean um, some of my closest friends are and they you know they say the same thing there's just obviously an issue in in town and then you look around it's not just them it's just for some reason major cities seem to attract homeless you know people yeah. who have lost their way I was only just down in the city the other day and it, and it was like I kind of likened it to zombies <laughs> because there was, a, there was a few guys down there that had really done like a lot of mess. Walking Dead just, movie, just the, like the Walking series. Dead, yeah, like, had done a lot mm. of mess, man. And they and they were not; they were like zombies. They they, they looked like zombies. They moved as quick as zombies. <laughs> but the bad thing, the bad thing for me was that the zombies moved quicker than me. So if it's a zombie apocalypse, I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> so I don't move that fucking quick. I don't think that quick. I need a gun. Man, this is where this is going. I need a gun. At least you can drive a car, man. <laughs> yeah. Or a bike, so yeah. it will be faster than... Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> fucked if I can't start it. And the zombies are like climbing at my window. And I overheat quick, so I want to wind the window down. Because my aircon's not working. I'm fucking screwed. Zombie apocalypse, I'm gone. <laughs> are, you, are you prepared for the zombie apocalypse? What have you done, what a, have you done for it? It's a hard question, man. Yeah, are you prepared? I prefer to stay at home, yep. drink some beer and... Wait for the death. Good. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Pete? I reckon that'd be that's interesting. You know, this is a whole nother podcast, Joe. Well, I had this, apocalypse. Well, not that specifically, <laughs> but like the whole survival thing. Yep. I've got this thing in my this gene in me or something in the back of my mind that makes me always want to be in reasonable fitness shape. Yeah. Right? And also be like I'm always I think I'm I haven't tested it yet, but I'd be, I'd be really good in emergency situations. I really think that. I believe that. So every time I go on a plane, I kind of half hope that it'll crash so I can kind of get out and, like, you know, be Survive. The, no, just be the hero and save just, people and, like... You just you want know. to do the whole slippery dip down into the water thing. Yeah, that too. That too. You're the only that guy too. in a plane crash that would go, Whee! fuck yeah. <laughs> I want to do that again. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd be the guy that thinks straight because every time shit goes down... I, I seem to be the one that can hold his head and not get too stressed out. So when you get on a plane, do you start looking around going, right? Yeah, I count the rows down, to the, the exit. Lane. Exactly. Okay, in my head, if it's going to be smoky, it's five seats, and then I take a left. Yeah. Five seats. And I'm dragging... And then I think about the people around me. You know, oh, that person might need help getting out, or they've got I'm glasses. I'm glad you can the people around you. <laughs> that guy's pretty big. Them. I might need to drag him. Fuck, and he's... No, he's, he's sitting fucked. two rows ahead. That guy's too big. He's screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's cool, because I kind of do weird shit like that myself. It's Especially when it comes to zombie apocalypses. I sit around in a cave. If I pull up at a set of lights in Perth and someone's starting to wash my windscreen, I'm just... <laughs> emergency, the, emergency, emergency. Situation. How, <laughs> how, the, how, the, fuck how the fuck do I get out of paying this guy? This? How do I get out of this without, without having to pay 20 cents? <laughs> um, they start washing my windscreen and I'm freaking out going, fuck, I'm oh, 20 cents, I've got nothing. Dude, what do I do? Dude, what do I do? Do you oh. take cash? And then he whips out a fucking, what do they call it? The uh, portable... Like, F-pop machine. F-pop machine. <laughs> He said, no, man, cash or credit, or do you just want to pay wave it? Where the yeah. fuck did you get that from? And whose accounts are going in it? Oh, just, my. just bad checks. Yes. Just, just, just put a check and don't put a anything non-negotiable can, anything fucking no name. How do you think I can afford all this meth, man? I'm fucking switched on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, anyway. Just flicking 20 bar or e or, you know, euros or something. 20 cents Well, that's what I do. I, I save up all the, all the Indonesian currency. And I whip Leave it in the car. Yeah. Leave it in the car, so in Dude, it for says, parking meters. It says twenty fucking parking meters. Oh, and you started. Oh. That's another podcast. It isn't. What? No, I've got a parking <laughs> fine, and I fought it, damn it, and I still haven't got a response back. Sorry, you Zoom just copped the beating a bit, and that's okay. That's a whole another story. Whole another story. Yeah. What are the police like in Brazil? Useless. Corrupted. Very corrupted. Yeah. Corrupted. Yep. For example, if you are like illegal in the highway and the police just stop you and they ask for the documents. So if you are like really illegal, you can just give some bribery to them and you'll be fine in the end. Do you pay the police direct or does it go to the station master? Or no, direct to the police. And do they pocket it? Yeah, it's, and it's like for them... I'd say that it's not worthwhile because in Australia we paid like 15 bucks for them and we are free. Yeah, right. I've been that's to, fucked, I've man. Been because Bali and had to pay like the equivalent of roughly $30 Australian because uh, basically I didn't have a helmet on, but no locals did. Okay. But they pulled me up and told me that the reason I had to pay the fine was because I'm a and they don't want I haven't got insurance or hospital cover and, and I thought well I'm gay you know and then, but that was just a way, way to make money then I went home and thought you know what good on him good on him. that's why he got to the police force so yeah yeah up. now you guys are coming out with uh, back to business you guys are coming out with you album it's not called that's true business. that's so the truth why don't we just before we talk about the new album Let's talk about um, a song that we're about to play with you guys. So this is uh, this is lacerated and carbonized, and um, tell us very quickly a little bit about Third World Slave. Shit, what? I haven't learnt this yet. What, Are we playing it now? Hmm? <laughs> 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 acoustic? We could probably do an acoustic. That's, <laughs> another, that's another podcast. Third World Slavery. A capella, fuck yeah! <laughs> Sorry, very good. Got caught away. Very good, Pete. There's a reason you play guitar because you're beatboxing. Shit house, absolutely balls. Absolutely. I'll just sit here in the corner quietly. Go on, go ahead. I won't disturb. I've got a name for you. You're right, mate. I've got a name for you. MC fucked it. Let's see, fuck it. <laughs> right, back to business. Repeat yeah. the question. So, yeah, repeat the Last question. Third world slavery. So is this just sort of talking about home again, like you were saying before? From yeah, man, it, it's we we don't like invent something. Right, you write about it from the heart. Yeah, yeah. we just write lyrics and compose about our reality in Brazil. Yeah. I, that's the thing. I think it's it's one thing that makes the band like unique sometimes because when you say death metal and you see a lot of bands, they sound the same. Yeah. Sometimes, so if you have a listen, the car of disruption, you see that there is like a roof behind us. Yeah. And then 
we have a lot of influence as well like i listen from beatles to napalm death and the guys as well the lack mates and Did it's they ever get in a band called aqua no <laughs> <laughs> no man oh, aqua. have you ever heard of aqua never heard they come out with that okay barbie let's go party oh really ah uh, yeah i'm a barbie girl yeah. a barbie. beautiful just perfect music for it it's balls too <laughs> okay something with pigs beatboxing do you want me to pull it up no. no. <laughs> no, I'm okay if you don't. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah sometimes it seems to be that we just put like all of the um, styles of metal in a blender and just mix everything yeah. to turn it unique. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's have a listen, yeah? Why not? All right, so uh, put your seatbelts on. Here we go, this is lacerated and carbonized all the way from Brazil. We're sitting in the studio with Victor from this band. Check it out. Did you like it? Testosterone now. Tyrone is sort of tossed. Yeah. But I'm more Tyrannosaurus Rex now that I listen to that song. Wow, man. You guys are good. Thanks. Appreciate Wait, that. So you, you guys are pretty well, well known in Brazil? Mm, we know, are so just you, a death metal band so in Brazil, man. You guys are now number one in Brazil? No. Uh, in impossible. The, in the music scene? No. In uh, Brazil, we have a lot, of, a lot of good metal bands in there. Yeah. Like Crisian. Uh, courses and earthly and a lot of bands so they are huge in there is we there are not the first one you just can't stand like you just many <laughs> you many just, 
<laughs> they like the government corrupt bands or something. Ah uh, man, <laughs> as you guys know, we don't. We just don't have like only metal in there. We have a lot of shit music in there as well. So. Pop. Is it like you know how you got like in Japan you got J pop? Man, if have it, you got D pop? I wish I had J pop in Brazil. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because wow. the girls are pretty cute. My actually, hang on, let's talk about something very oh, quick. Side <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a very important question to ask you. Go on. Um, what the fuck is going on with the Brazilian soccer fans when I'm talking about the women hottest in the world? Yeah, oh, and man. they don't wear much, are they? They don't wear much. Um, can you explain that? Like, to be honest, I can't. <laughs> I can't explain. Good because I like football, but I'm not so involved in that thing. I'm not angry at all with the way the Brazilian women look. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I don't find it that tough to look at Brazilian women. They're pretty. Mm, uh, what's the word for hot in Brazil? What do you say? Gorgeous. Ah, in, in, in Portuguese, you mean? Portuguese, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gostosa. 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 With Bush. Bush Gostosa. Bush Gostosa. Bush. <laughs> what does that mean? Bush? I don't know. You so, invented, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Gostosa. They come up and they say, oh, what's my name in French? Uh, Peter. Peter. Yeah. What's Petro. my name in German? Peter. <laughs> it's always very similar, but yeah. just with a different inflection. Gostosa. 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 Yeah, it's Gostosa. like it's very. Uh, I'd say that's like it's very informal in Brazil. You say that. I mean, it's, it's very nice to say. It's a, you can actually say that without being slapped in the face. Uh, you can say it's better. You say like you. You are Linda. 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 Yeah. That's easy to remember. What if their name? The, tra- the translation is beautiful. You are beautiful. beautiful. I wonder if that's why that I've, I've met a few Lindas over the years, and, <laughs> and uh, I, I tend to disagree with what you're that's saying. That's learning, man. <laughs> I've met one or two that are not bad, but I've met a lot of rough ones as well. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. G'day, my name's Linda. Hang up. Hang up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's your name? Oh, Linda. Very good. Yeah, man. And they, and they call you darling. They're that's already the turned around. Oh, mm, <laughs> oh, <wow>. Interesting. Very <laughs> interesting. I don't know where they got honey bum from, but too. Yeah. <laughs> honey bum. Honey bum. Wow. Yeah, it's a bit fucking weird, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That's dominating. Yes, yeah, I don't, I don't like to associate the word nectar with that whatsoever. Well. <laughs> so tell, tell me a little bit about your bandmates. Who we got? Who's playing Bush? Uh, Paulo. Paulo? Paulo Doc. Yeah, he's the best player. And then we have the guitarist. He called Kyle, Kyle Mendonça. He has the same surname as me. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, but it's not my real brother. I'd say it's my metal brother. <laughs> Boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And the singer is Jonathan Cruz. Uh, yeah. So how does that? He's, uh, how does that work? Is he a distant relative? This, your guitarist? Can you Man. Get on the mic a little bit. Maybe? Yeah, just I thought it was loud enough. Ah, ah. Nah. Fuck. Speak up, Pete. So is he not like an ancestor of yours? Or like no, a long distant cousin? I think Mendonça it's like a very common name in Brazil. Like and Smith here. Like yeah, probably. Like, yeah. like Silva. Yeah, I don't know if I'm right, but it's like a Spanish name. You're I right, think. man. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, mate. I'm just saying, mate. Sometimes humor gets lost. And what's the go with those boys? With you, being, with you being in Australia, are they uh, are like are they kind of thinking he's not coming back? Oh man! Do you get the teary funny Yeah. The... No, man. We I speak with them like every day. Uh, every day, every day we speak about the bands because we are planning a new tour in April and May. Mm-hmm. So we head into Russian Europe again, and then we will just bring the new album out, and the new album will be called Narco Hell. Narco Hell? Narco Hell. So the band is not like stopped, so 
we are still planning things we want to do like two tours in this year what the hell is going on Pete? No, I'm just trying to frame something <laughs> that's it that's good looking. yeah just to let the listeners in on what's going on Pete's uh, trying to do a selfie with a SLR camera and uh can, Before we get can, distracted can, by Beaker, like, because <laughs> I was me, like, me, me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, was. <laughs> Have you noticed? Let's let's just talk about Pete for a sec. Have you noticed he's a very fidgety kind of guy? Oh, fuck yeah. Fidgety kind. Of... Fid? You mean like feeling? Yeah. Imagine what he was Fiddles. like in the cot when he had no toys to grab. Mm. Oh, he would have flogged it. I got you. Would, yeah. He would have been going nuts. So. uh what are you doing, Pete? You're doing a selfie with a DSLR camera. Yeah, it's kind of hard. But with the, the nice people at Canon, and the 70D has a flip screen, which makes it perfectly executable. Ah, perfect! How's the lighting? I wanted to speak, man. Perfect. How's the lighting? I need a picture or two to put on the uh, podcast site. So, uh, so we were saying... Yeah. So can you ask me again because I forgot the question. Sorry, <laughs> my fault. I forgot it too. I think we're talking. About, oh, you're on the uh, way to Russia. They're playing Russia. No, actually, you asked me good? about the, the guys the if the they were upset same. about my situation in Australia. And yeah, gonna, started, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so you got the yeah, as I said before, uh, the band is not like stopped. Yeah. We just wanna be on the road every time as you can and then we are heading to Russia and Europe in April and May to a new tour and we'll bring the new album out as well which is would be called like Narco Hell so yeah man that's I think a real band has to be on the road to prove that they are playing otherwise it's not a band you have yeah, to sure. prove. That's my perspective. And you, you guys sort of, you probably love it too. Like you love being on the road. Yeah. How do you go in Europe with the, do all your boys speak English as well as yourself? Yeah, like me. Yeah. That's I great. have a poor English as you can notice. So, no, great. Uh, but I think I can survive around I mean, the you world. You went slightly downhill from your intro. Like you had that Antonio band or a sexy thing going on when you first started. And then I could just imagine all the female listeners sort of uh, subtly salivating, going on. Subtly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, South salivation. Going on about the, the voice. And he then, doesn't uh, realise it. Yeah, it's, you've actually got a very, you've got a, he's got a, yeah, you speak English very well. Ah, oh, man, I just, I'm, I'm trying because I never said English in Brazil. I've, I've always so. wanted an accent. Was it you, Pete, that we were talking on the last podcast about bad accents for certain things that we come up with? Yeah, did you mention? Did you mention something about Brazil? No. no Brazilian we, accent, because we, I'd say, oh man, You guys tired? You're not tired, are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, I'll show you later. It's funny. Yeah, it is. That's mic. Max. Kevin get on the there. mic if you don't talk. Or get in the background. Like. Really? I'm sure when you normalize it or compress this shit. Don't wanna. <laughs> Authentic, just no triggers. just the, the real trigger. sound, no man. Yes. Just the sound, real sound. Sorry, yeah, the no triggers. So no triggers. Okay. That's cool. That's so. cool. I'm glad you're touring. I'm glad that you boys are okay with it all. They're not sort of ringing up each day in tears in the fetal position, thumb <laughs> in the mouth. <laughs> just saying, I miss you, man. Come home, we need you. You know. Yeah. But, uh, so you guys will just jump straight back in. You'll learn your parts. I was like, you, you're a pro. You'll learn your parts. I'm you. not a pro, man. I just. Just play drums. Proactive. <laughs> Thanks. Proactive. Very modest. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, what's the what's the goal for you guys? I mean, obviously, um, are you happy with what you're doing? Do you want to do more? Do you want to get on Euro Live? Yeah, we, <laughs> if possible, man. We want to survive by music, yep. if possible, because it's very difficult. But you know, when you just talking about metal things. You don't care about the money. Yeah, yeah. You just want to be on stage, like playing your songs and just receive like the receptive from the people and yeah. claps and yeah. the everything. I think that's music. That's true. 
that's music. And it could be playing in front of like 15 people that really enjoy what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. You get that same buzz. Yeah, me and my like mates, my like mates, we have like a statement or like a rule. Uh, it doesn't matter if it, it's five people or 500 in there. We have to do the same show, the same gig. And mm. then if, if you see like a gig, you see that it's the same, the same thing. There is no variation in there. I can't say the same for comedy. Doing comedy for three yeah. people, very hard to get over the top. Yeah. It just gets weird. Yeah. So it gets a little bit, a little bit weird. So you end up basically just sort of going to the bar and drinking and just yeah. telling your jokes at the bar while you're appealing. Into the gigs. Little, they're a little bit different. You still get paid the same? Yeah, or is it ticket-based? Yeah. It well, it's, it's a door. You take the door. Ah, you give them the money them. back. You go have a beer with them. Or you say, yeah. right, oh, there's yeah. the door. Let's, door deal. let's go and drink yeah. the door. Yeah. Glad four people turn up. It's happened regularly. Every show I've ever done. You've never had a retainer on no, those shows? No, I've not even done my show. And three people turned up. So what? Buffet. So full of shit right now, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. Um, it sounds like... No, it was six. I don't, definitely I can't six tell, people turn up. I can't tell what's the... It's all bullshit, isn't it? Always. All oh, right. Yeah. Twelve but, people. Okay, twelve people. What about this podcast? This is real. This is definitely real. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So this is not bullshit. <laughs> We're really talking to Victor here. We are talking to Victor. Okay. From Victor is been answering. But imagine if he was just for like, uh, imagine if he was just like from like Butler or something, and he just nails the accent. <laughs> Butler, mm. crispy, like crispy. Fuck, Mister Crispy. It's like, uh, yeah, you put that accent down, man. Fuck, dude. Not that mud, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. So. Do you, where do we rate as accents? Like, have you ever sat back in Brazil and just gone, "What's the worst fucking accent in the world?" Yeah. And, and please tell me Australia was in the top three. America's got to be bad. Certain American accents. Man, uh, I think for Brazilians, when you just listen to Americans, it's easy because we are in America. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they use it to say, oh, I'm from America. Actually, they are from North America. They are from USA. Yeah, yeah. There's no bullshit in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have North America, Central America, and yeah. South America. No, they're from America. Fuck you. That's the reality. Yeah, yeah. man, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So They own the world. Exactly. Didn't you know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they police the world. They own the world. Uh, yeah, but man... Uh, there is a lot of weird accents around the globe, like Indian, people from India, what else? I'd say that when I arrived here in Australia, I just, I was like without motivation about the English because I couldn't understand anything you guys <laughs> were saying. <laughs> Today I can survive. Uh, you, you guys have a very strong accent, but I think... You guys just speak. There is no bullshit in there. If you know what I mean. Bullshit in terms of... In terms of... Um, y you say the, the, the right thing in the face. Oh, we don't dance around the point. We, yeah. Yeah, we get to the point. We just say... Yeah, we we get just, to the point. That's the, we, the we don't expression. Speak, we, we're not here for a we haircut. We don't beat around the bush or... We don't beat around the bush. <laughs> 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 we're here for a haircut. Yeah. We get, I haven't heard that one. We get straight to the point. We don't, we don't dilly-dally. You know, we don't muck around. You know, we, don't, yeah. we don't fluff around. We just get straight to the yeah. point. You know, we don't use, you know, like connotations or we don't use sayings and that to try and describe what we're saying you know yeah unless we're in a movie or some sort of poetic <laughs> exactly yeah fucking theater program yeah but yeah the problem that's that we do you just haven't picked it up yet um, <laughs> yeah i reckon the australians are probably the most full of shit people in the, in, the, in the world yeah oh really oh True. absolutely give yeah. us Why? an example, example. I can't think of one right now. Well, we just like to we like to make things big. We yeah, like, it's, it's like young. It's all about the story. It's all about the story. Fuck. And I went in the fucking crocodile was this big, and it was like fifty foot long, and he had a go at me. He doesn't got crocodiles. He got crocodiles. 
Alligators. Alligators, yeah. Alligators. They're Alligator. called? Yeah, we have. Oh, crocs are in Africa. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just an Australian thing. No, I think we have crocodiles as well, man, but just in the zoo. Well, southern Hemisphere, no, yeah. of course not, because you're southern as well. He's uh, referring to Google. Yeah, let's Google shit. Find out no, it's yeah. one for all. We're going to talk more about uh, all right, I'll send the, music. I'll send the comment. Wait, let's actually have a listen to another song, mate. I'm, uh, I listened to this one earlier, and I'm, uh, I love it, so I reckon you should play it again. Which one's this one? Awake the Thirst. Ah. Speaking of Australians, <laughs> we just had a, we just had Australia Day. We'll probably and, uh, put the picture the out. And there was the usual Australia didn't let us down. There was the usual bullshit. There was arrests. There was fights everywhere. People injured. People crashing cars and doing all the things that uh, yeah. we're warned about year and year again. <laughs> but because we're fucking pretty dumb, we just keep doing the same shit. So, uh, awake the thirst comes to mind. I think it's a great tune. But we're also not talking about, we're not talking about like cracking a beer. We're talking about awake the thirst for survival. Get out. Is it getting back to the Brazil thing again? Is that yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always back to the Brazil. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when when was this song recorded? Uh, it was recorded in 2012. Yep. In a studio in Rio de Janeiro, and then we made the mix and the master in Germany with a guy called Andy Klessing. He's a fucking awesome producer. Uh, he just produced Crazy um, Destruction, a lot of mainstream bands in the metal. Yep. So, yeah, he's fucking and, awesome. And in and the clip, there's a lot of imagery that you've got with it. You've gone sort of like for a real heavy, quick imagery type clip. And it looked like there was a lot of military or were they the police? Were they exactly, the it was the police. police yeah, Brazilian police. Yeah. yeah. So we if you jump onto YouTube, folks, and listen to... You'll hear the song, so you'll know it if you hear it, but it's well worth checking out the uh, the YouTube clip to it because it, it's you, you do see a lot of the... the, the sl Is this in Rio de Janeiro, the slums that you see in a lot of the poorer sort of... It's the whole... In, it's everywhere in Brazil, man. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So. but yeah, he, he generates like famous because we have one of the biggest Islam yeah. in the world, like they call Hosinia. Yeah. And and people try just to uh, met Rio with slums. In Brazil we call favela. 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 Yeah, yeah that's a very standard word. <laughs> For this scenario. Yeah, yeah. So you see a lot of that in this clip, and I guess Awake the Thirst is obviously touching Exactly, on that. yeah, yeah. So check it out, folks. We're about to play it for you. Have a listen. Uh, this is Awake the Thirst once again. I don't know this one, man. By Lacerated and Carbonized.
Man, that was brutal. You guys don't hold up. You guys are fucking problems with the fucking police. It's awesome. You guys are the NWA of Brazil. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a hip-hop thing? It is, mate, yeah. I don't know if that's, um, I don't know. Is that offensive? No, because... Uh, uh, I don't know, man. They're singing it. Hip-hop's great. NWA, man. Yeah, it's great, but like to call a death metal band or classic death. Ah, oh, man. Classic death, that's your genre. That classic death. Classic death. When you that's die a good one. in the appropriate yeah. ways of the periods before of which we live in at the moment. Uh, I that think... is classical death. Mm, okay. Pete's off to the fridge again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, what do you want? I'm sure. I'm, uh, I'm one more? Yeah. yeah. Yes, so I think uh, it's not offensive because... No, well, NWA, I said they... Oh, really? Straight out of Compton, in, which is the Bronx, in, in, and they were being harassed by the police, and they sung about it, and just was really just telling it how it was, and, and the police for a while were trying to shut them down, but this is in the late 80s, 87, okay. 88, so yeah. times have changed, and with social media these days, you just get to see things for what they are. We can sit here and film ourselves doing anything and upload it for everyone to see... There's no such thing as censorship anymore. It is gone. So, what a world we live in. I can do a podcast like this. What can we do, we man? It's <laughs> on iTunes. And, yeah. and no one censors it. That's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. So, it is. Yeah. So, mate, you're staying with your... Is it your wife? Your My wife, yeah. And you guys are now settled in Claremont? Exactly. How do you know that, man? I just... Uh, I've... I've do, I do a lot of research. I do a lot of research. Before I get any... Prom- Very clever, man. Any prominent guests in, I always do a lot of research. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, like... Yeah. Well, when, I, when I read up about you before you come in and, you know, read a few vlogs and blogs and I, I stared at clogs, but they didn't really help. But uh, <laughs> I, I learned a little bit about you. I, I learned, yeah, it's yeah. Just, I've practiced my Brazilian. That's good, man. Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah, so. yeah, I've been here for seven months now. And then when I arrived here, we just lived in an apartment in the city. Yep. But now we just moved to Claremont. We found a very good place there. And we are living there. That's good. That's good suburb, man. Fucking awesome. Yeah, very nice there. And it looks like Pete's back with beer. What up? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. We can back here. So, uh, Beck's a cold. How are you finding uh, playing some good Australian rock music? Uh, that's fucking awesome, man. I've been traveling around with Pete and Dave. Getting to see a bit North of Australia. S- getting to see a bit of Australia. Yeah, yeah. We just went to Coral Bay. It's a fucking mm. paradise place. Mm. Fucking I'm awesome. Touched. Don't yeah. go there. You're not allowed. It's untouched. <laughs> Did you get to go and done a bit of swimming up there, snorkeling? Or? Exactly, yeah. 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 I felt myself a little bit claustrophobic with yeah. the tube. Yeah. And the snorkeling. Those fucking tubes they have. Yeah, but yeah, it was a lot of fishes, man. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Colourful. Breathtaking, I'd say. Yeah. Is there, I'm not sure, but I suppose you don't have, you wouldn't have coral reef like that around Brazil? We or? have, but I've never been there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd had... I mean, because the Amazon pumps out so much fresh water. Yeah. And, and my train of thought was, you know, does, is the salinity of the salt water right, you know, around the area to sustain the type of coral? Because the Amazon would, like, create fresh water around the entire continent. Well, it would, it would reduce the... It, well, that's... So, I'm just taking that, a piss. That's all, <laughs> but it's all... So, so is the Amazon. <laughs> it's, it would reduce... The outflow would reduce the salinity around an immediate area for you. Correct science buffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where does the Amazon exit? Where, where does it come out of? I don't know. The man. entry and the out... The I don't the know. Exit, it's the outtry, very outflow. huge, man. No, I don't yeah, know. but he means where's the 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 map? Where does it meet the sea? Where does it meet the sea? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's not just one place. Ah, oh, yeah. like a delta, like a yeah. yeah. I think it's it, because it's very huge. Yeah, it just across like the whole South America. 
And you've got to remember too, we, we don't have rivers anything like yeah. other places in the world. Hey, the Murray, it can fucking, it packs a punch. <laughs> or the Gascoigne, which is dry most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> packs a punch like a maggot on yesterday's hand. No one's going to know about it. Oh, I wish my hand my today that was yesterday's didn't have maggots on it. Yeah. So you're finding, um, what's the biggest cultural difference that you're, you're finding? Or do you think Besides in, in a Amazon. lot of ways Brazilians are similar to Australians or, or not at all? Good question. Ah, um, I'd say that Australia is the Brazil that it's just right, correct. Yeah. If you see on the map, we are almost in the same area. Mm. In the Clim- south. Climactically, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Climatically speaking. We're, we're roughly the same distance away from the equator. And also the yeah. area of the country. Yeah. And it's hot here, it's hot in there, like 45 degrees easily. At point. Easily. But I'd say that here is more organized. You have a good currency as well, good yep. economy. Yep. It's safe. Man, it's totally the opposite. Our currency is reasonably strong, but I think the biggest difference that we, we are really blessed, I guess, to live in Australia because of the social security system. That we exactly, yeah, definitely. We are taxed a lot and we are, um, you know, we do all band together to look after. So... In a, in, a, in a weird kind of way, it's a kind of communism that we live in without us even realising it in Australia. Explain. We all, we all, well, the way to explain it is we all actually pay for a standard of living as opposed to working for a standard of living. So we all work and we do our job and we're all taxed for it, but there's a standard of living as to what the government is saying, this is the way it's going to be yeah. for, and I'm only going to say this for, for about 97% of Australians. Yeah. There's a 3%, and this is getting back to some communities in the wider regions which I don't know what's going on there but it's just it, it can be considered third world in some places Yeah. which is Australia turns around and goes well this doesn't happen and we have the kind of corruption that you guys have got in a different form that governments don't so much rob from Australia in the same sense but they they sweep things under the carpet a little bit as well and we put on this shiny image in Australia that She's all right. Everything's beautiful. No worries, mate. But there are... <laughs> if you do get to go to certain places in Australia, you get to see that somewhere along the line there are these pockets of areas that it's getting missed. And these regions aren't getting the type of living and the standards that all the other places are afforded, which you will see in every major city in Australia. And you have got... The, the biggest term is slipping through the cracks, and you have got people slipping through the cracks... And they love to use that term. And those people are the ones that end up homeless. And the problem we've got is that we've had this lifestyle in Australia for 30 years, which has been very comfortable for 30 years. We are now just getting into a period where, right now, where there's becoming a lot of unemployment. And Australia's answer was to, to bring a lot of people in the country for you know to try and cheapen the labour a little bit. And it's kind of... I won't say it's backfired a little bit, but there's a, a, a massive unemployment. So their answer is bring more people in, the more people got, more tax, and then we can sustain those. But the way it's all gone now is they've, they've found themselves having to pull people out of the positions that monitor all this, and you end up with people having no, no jobs. And then what happens is the social security breaks down. For example, years ago, the social security system was a face-to-face entity. If you were out of work or your family was struggling, you would go into a Centrelink office in Australia and you would talk to somebody. Okay. And they would then assess, you know, what we can do for you and we can make sure everything's going to be fine. Now it's all automated. You do everything on a computer. How many people know how to use a computer? Not everybody. And they assume that everybody does. And then if you walk into a Centrelink office, they will try their best. But the process is so stressful for a lot of people that they just don't do it. So now we're starting to find... A lot more homeless people on the street that just don't receive income and then live off the street because they're too afraid or they just don't know how. And I'm, this is the social worker sort of part of me saying this is what's happening. But 
we do have this underlying current of this going on, but Australia's got a really good knack of making it not visible. Okay. And they did that with what happened with Indigenous going back in the 1930s and 40s, and they've done a lot in the past that makes it... It is a great country, and it's very prosperous, and someone like yourself comes over here, and, and it'll take a while before you see a lot. But it does happen. A lot of this stuff does go on, but it's nowhere near in the vicinity that would happen, obviously, than we are. And we don't have the favel. Like exactly. Say, we just don't have that. Yeah, and definitely. We have sections of it, but they're so minute, you're a speck on the country where you guys have got a fairly large amount of area yeah. that is, is... Don't we spread it out here? Like uh, Homes West and like the community housing, we put them in, like, we don't clump them together in suburbs. Yeah, but what you said straight away was it, that was bang on. You said community housing. Yeah. There's housing. Yeah. These guys yeah, 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 housing. True, you know, like it's, yeah. it's makeshift. It's whatever they can do to, to create a shelter. Mm. Mm. Man, if you just Google, like, Christ the Redeemer, that's the, the God in Rio. Oh, the, the statue. The, the, that's the Jesus. For anyone that's wondering what that was, that was the you see in Rio de Janeiro, right up on the which is the what's the mountain? Uh, the, the mountain there. It's, I don't know the name of the mountain, but, but it's a, close to. Uh, there's a, a bread. Uh, a good sugar of, bread. Ah, uh, sugarloaf. It's sugarloaf mountain. Sugarloaf. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's a sugarloaf mountain. <laughs> sugar bread. Sugar bread. <laughs> sugarloaf. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's sugarloaf, but what, I think, what's, what you, what's the translation? Oh, that's sugar bread, man. <laughs> you, yep. call, you call it sugar, sugar, sugar bread, bread, yeah. So it's a, it's a, a, yeah, and on top of that, there's a 70 foot granite sculpture of, of, Not big enough. of Jesus Christ with his arms out. Exactly, yeah. Was that, did I see that on one of your band shirts? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there Did is. I said that one of your band shirts, and it was like you had a lot of lightning and stuff going on, and looked like stuff was going down. And, and then on top of that, you had. You know, yeah, on top. Yeah, exactly. On top of the cover. Yeah. Would I be right saying Jesus Christo? Jesus Christo. Jesus Christo. Jesus Christo. Hey, Krishna. Yeah. Same dude. Yeah, yeah. same shit. Almost. Well, not shit. Definitely not. Cool. Yep. So, very quickly, we're going to start heading towards the wrap up. Now, you are. No, we're are a metal a, band. No, are, sorry, rock. Are you a, are you recording an album right now? Oh, I mean, you you recording it now? You're about to record this album, the new one. You've recorded. Or you're ready to release. You mean or you which band? Black. Okay, sorry. So I don't record it. No, I'm not interested in. Uh, we'll, we'll give Good Stock a little bit of a shout out. Okay. Get able to good stock, but there you go. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So can you ask me again? <laughs> that's as as Pete always says. That's a whole other podcast. Oh. Um, so tell me, you carbonize and lacerate and carbonize. <laughs> carbonize and lacerate. Carbonize and lacerate. Carbonize and lacerate. That is carbonize like your body's been burnt, right? Carbonized. Is that exactly? Is that your translation? Yeah. 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 And lacerated. Before that, it was, it was just cut up. Yeah. So basically, is this talking about cut up corpse? Or burnt. Yeah. Did you hear it on the news? Like, and this week we have found four bodies in Rio de Janeiro. We found the bodies of uh, man. It, it's like I think it's, it's standard for us every day. Yeah. Every day. Talking metaphorically or um, literally? Literally. When I say. Oh, okay. literally. Yeah, yeah. It's brutal. It's yeah. We have an expression in Brazil called uh, "human microwave" because people who don't trust in the drug dealer and then they just um, like wish to the police that people are dealing drugs in there. Uh, so that, and then the drug dealer's knows, and right. then get these people and put like in the middle of five or six tires put some alcohol and then fire we this call is it... cool this is what i wanted to hear <laughs> <on this podcast. laughs> this is the shit. yeah we call this human microwave <laughs> so you're talking now what you're saying is we oh, we call rats shit. so someone that's ratted on somebody or or snitches 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So anyone that gets caught doing this kind of thing, the, uh, is the, the gangs that do this? The yeah, the gangs. The gangs. The will gangs then put someone in the tires. Exactly. Yeah. Fill full of fuel. Yeah. People. Light yeah. it on fire. Exactly. Exactly. People just wanna to. Um, That's like the penultimate burnout. Uh, yeah, they don't like to. Um, how can I say? Um, What do the people do? Lose the opportunity or... For... If they lost the opportunity. If you, you have... Take the chance, but... Don't waste the chance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How can I say that in English? Uh, no, well, yeah. Look, grab, grab, grab it. Well, we say grab a bull by the horns means... <laughs> take, take the opportunity when it presents itself. When it's yeah. there in front of you, grab it. So yeah, if if you Seems have if you have someone who are like just like to gossip with other people about things that you should keep under the carpet. Oh, this one again, yeah. And then Ooh. they just kill. Wow. As I mean, you know, it's man, we we take it for granted in Australia like yeah, it's the occasional what humanity happens. and fucking decency, yeah. Sorry. No, but no, what we take for granted is, is that Fuck. how many people, like the Americans say blabbermouth, that's their, their saying for it, people that speak when they shouldn't about certain things. Whistleblower. And it goes on in Australia, people say stuff that maybe they shouldn't or it doesn't concern them and it's a private matter and it means something to someone else. You're in, in Brazil, especially, I mean, there must be, the murder rate is pretty high, is it? Like, is it, is it dangerous? I mean, you're, you're kind of suggesting it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dangerous. We have murder, murder, um, big pot pockets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Smugglers. Is, is there a, a particular gang in in Brazil that kind of run the roost? Uh, or is there a whole heap of? We use it to have three gangs, and one in English it was called Red Command, and. The other one was third command, and the last one, it was like they just um, not fourth command. No, no. not fourth. Uh, they just was uh, were in a fence. They don't have a side, a yeah. particular one. Yeah, you know, so. So they kind of just kept themselves and yeah. defended themselves. Ding. Yeah. Um, I'll have to grab that again. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty heavy, man. Like it's gang the gang situation. I mean, we've got bikies in Australia, but we don't seem to have. <laughs> like these, like the M13, you know, in uh, in Mexico and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, mate, great. I, I love talking about culture. I love learning about other countries, and you, you can only ever really know it from somebody else. I mean, what you can read or what you can find online and all that kind of stuff does not portray it like somebody that's from there can tell it. So, yeah, for that, I want to say thank you very much for coming on the podcast today, my friend. Thank you, man. No, great to talk to you. I've known you now for a little while and got to know you, and I think you're a great dude. Um, Australia welcomes you, mate. I really hope things work out and you end up here permanently. That'd be awesome. Uh, Then I'll talk about poaching you from um, from Pete, and uh, we can can get back to playing some really good hardcore music. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, man. uh, You can borrow him, definitely. uh, Anytime. We've been we've been squabbling it out. Yeah. I've been borrowing them for the last four months. How long? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, okay. Good, good luck with good luck with the tour. If it it looks like it's definitely going ahead, hundred percent sure it's going ahead. It's just a matter of nutting it out, figuring out what's happening. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. So, if anyone's interested, they're called lacerated and carbonized. Definitely get onto it. Check it out if you love your hardcore metal. And if you're a fan of Sepultura, you're going to be a fan of these guys. Check it out. You'll love them. 
You can find your album online, is that correct? Yeah, you can just buy the album on iTunes. Yeah. Or Spotify or all that stuff. Spotify. Yeah, yeah, everything. Or just check Facebook page and our website. It's www.lesseratedincarbonizer.com. So everything is there. Well, mate, thanks for coming along. Thank you. It Hopefully was a pleasure. Can, uh, get to get you back on here sometime. Yeah, why not? And uh, maybe if only people could see what is going on now with Ooh. with Pete. He's have you ever seen like a four year old kid that like was can see himself in the mirror for the first time and no man is starting to understand what's happening? That's what we're seeing right now. Pete, good having you on the podcast. Oh, thanks, guys. Fuck. Yeah. Thanks for letting me talk shit and be the peanut gallery. Yeah. Um, how about we yeah, we'll get you back on and talk some more interesting stuff in here. We'll get uh, right into your passions. Which... Ask the people if they want to hear that shit because I've got 50 good podcasts. Good stock podcast. Go. Good stock podcast. Oh. Get, yeah, we'll get Big Dave in here as well one day. and uh, Big Dave. See what Big Dave's got to say. He's a <laughs> Big fan Dave. Of, Dave's a fan of some interesting things. So, he of course, is. you've got Pete Dave yeah. and, and Victor's playing in good stock at the moment. And yeah. Ken Cat's good stock in and around Perth. Uh, just look out for those guys. They're playing a lot. And you get to see this guy play drums live. Um, well, and Al, Swing and Pig. Maybe, all maybe if you ask him nicely, he can slip in a few uh, a few hardcore beats in, into a yeah, why not? Into a Jack Jackoff song. So, can uh, put some blast beats in there. Blast it a little bit. We've been yeah. doing that. We've been doing a bit of that. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so boys, take care till then. We're out. Dad, dad, dad.